Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Happy birthday, Johnny Gill. Andy, Andy, turn that up, turn that up. Oh, yeah. Y'all know y'all feeling it. Y'all know y'all feeling it. Happy Monday to you. Happy, happy Monday. Listen, I want to say... a. Very, very big thank you to Jill Monroe who sat in for me on Friday. Y'all saw me. If you if you tuned into the show on Friday, I was in the comments. And I want to correct something. I don't know who said it, but I wasn't checking up. I wasn't making sure all was going well. I knew Jill was going to hold it down. I was just there to support, as I, I'm always going to be. But, yes, I was out of town having myself a great time with my family. But I'm back. It's Monday. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you are here with me as well. You're always welcome to call, too, by the way. If you want to jump in on any of the conversations that we have today, any of the topics, or you just want to say, what's up, Robin? You can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You can also join me right now and join others. We got a community in our YouTube chat, and that's always fun. Um, Join in at KBLA 1580. That's on YouTube, and that's on all of our social media platforms as well. You can also follow me at Robin Ayers on all of my social media platforms because you should. And it's fun like that. Well, listen, we do have a great show for you today. We have an entertainment contributor that we'll get to in just a little bit who's in the building. And uh, I'm excited that he's going to be joining me. I want to give you a couple of updates real quick. You know, last week we did have a, a quick chat about... The rumors, the reports, the speculations that Jonathan Majors and Megan Good were dating. We talked talked about it, whether it was a good idea, not so good. Well, listen, the the pictures have hit the net, y'all. The pictures have hit the net, okay? And the internet definitely confirms that they were out somewhere. I think they were taking a trip somewhere. And the two of them were on camera holding hands. So listen, I digress on the whole situation. I have nothing to say. Good for them. Uh, Good for Megan if she wants to get into this uh, support circle with Jonathan Majors and possibly dating the man. Good for her and good for him. We know that he has a lot of legal troubles right now, but at least he's got somebody to lean on to, right, I I guess. Okay, again, I digress, Uh, but did want to give you that update. Uh, Also, Megan Good, um, she penned a a very sweet message to her godfather, the late Jim Brown, as you know, Friday, uh, Jill actually did report here, and I'm sure you had seen that the late, great Jim Brown had passed away. He was also the godfather of Megan Good. I don't know if if you knew that, but he uh, certainly uh, will be missed, and she wrote him a a great message if you want to go onto her page and check that out. Another update, we got hit with, I guess, a bombshell for some of us who weren't expecting it, but maybe people who are in the sports realm were not not really surprised. But Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement. My goodness, it took me off guard. I don't know about you, but uh, he did put out a a message, you know, saying, you know, farewell, farewell after 19 seasons. Uh, I have a... A quote for or it's a question of the day for you. I would like to know what, what you think. <laughs> I have the poll question up right now already. The question is, would you be mad if your Uber driver, excuse me, your Uber black driver, that means you paid a little bit extra for a very nice ride. Would you be mad if your Uber black driver stopped to get gas on your trip? He picked you up and on your trip, the man said, I need to stop and get gas. Well, right now, 80% of you says, yes, you would. You would be mad. Um, 
20% of you said, no, I'm not tripping. Well, that did happen to actress and uh, singer Drew Sedora. I'll keep the poll up just to see what some of you will say later on. But uh, I want to go ahead and get to the topics of the day. Andy, let's go ahead and drop that. Now it's time for a breakdown. Well, uh, Timbaland, he's the producer that we all know and love. He gives Jay-Z, Drake, and Chris Brown some credit for doing something that I'm not sure a lot of people would do. I'm going to talk about what he did and how we, um, or what they did for him that helped him, you know, along his journey. Uh, we'll talk about that as well as Charlemagne, the the god, Charlemagne, Lenard. <laughs> his real name, Lenard, I think McKelvey. Lenard, not Leonard, Lenard McKelvey. His show, A Hell of a Week with Charlemagne the God, has been canceled uh, I want to break that down a little bit. I'm happy for the guy and all that all that he has going on. But let's talk about uh, Charlemagne and his show that was canceled. We will talk about Kanye West's wife who was caught on camera having a conversation. And some people weren't feeling it. They're like, listen, that's too much talking, too much talking. We'll, we'll, let, we'll play the clip for you to see what you think about it. We're also going to break down the prom talk prom season is here and all these celebrities kids are going on their prom they look fantastic if you let me tell it some people have been clowning though some people are are you know talking about these kids in one way or the other whether it's good or not so good we'll talk about that why people should keep their mouth mouths closed when it comes to children but uh also what you think what you think about prom season if you've got children that have not yet arrived like my own i have got two that are going to go to prom next year they better go to prom that's for me all right <laughs> That's for me and dad. All right. That's not for you anymore. But anyway, uh, we still have to go through that next year. But um, let's talk about how you would do prom, how you and your children want to do prom. We'll go through all of that, talk about it, and so much more on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Rob Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Rob Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Rob Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, let's go ahead and jump right in. I've got Nick Hamilton back in the building with us. You can always catch Nick doing some major, major things out there. I'm always entertained by you, watching you on your uh, socials. Uh, You're just fantastic. I'm glad to have you back in the building. We know we were talking on the phone for quite some time, but we got Nick Hamilton in the building today, back with the Raw Report. How are you feeling today? Oh, I'm living and breathing. Thanks for having me once again. I appreciate it. (laughs) Mutual respect as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Listen. You, you're a guy who uh, you're everywhere and you talk to everybody. And so I'm sure you have some thoughts about this first topic, which is um, Timbaland. Now, he's a producer. If you guys, I mean, I'm sure you guys know who Timbaland is, but Timbaland had ultimately lost 130 pounds. This was going back uh, years. This was he had a, um, a pain um, painkiller. He was addicted to yeah. painkillers. One was after having a root canal and he just he you know, couldn't shake it. He was on Oxycontin. He was on uh, Percocets. And then he wound up having a a really messy divorce that kept him on these these painkillers. But the problem was he gained a lot of weight. He didn't know how much, 
how many of these pills he was taking per day. And when he was having interviews, he was sounding crazy. He was sounding yeah. off. And now he's uh, really attributing him getting clean, not necessarily clean, but doing the right thing when he's doing interviews. Uh, a lot of the interviews that he was doing, he was on drugs. And Jay-Z, Drake, and Chris Brown, they mentioned to him, they were like, listen, this is not necessarily a good look. Andy, uh, let's go ahead and play the clip real quick, just so we all know what we're talking about. We'll play a little bit of what he said in this conversation with Shannon Sharp. Hove told you, said, man, don't do no more interviews. Yep. <laughs> don't do that's what I'm trying to say. He's a prophet. Right. You know, even Drake told me. Drake, that's why I say, that's why I look at people like, those guys, those guys are like special to the world. Like, you know, Drake, I think I did something, um, talk crazy on one re revolt. And um, Drake's like, yo, man, you don't want to do that and have to go back and apologize later. Like, you want to check it. Like, I, I commend people like that for, for, for correcting me right. and um, on my behavior. Chris Brown correcting me on my behavior. So I commend people because that's what we need. Right. Even though it might cut to the night you right. still I don't look at it as what's up what you, what you trying to say I don't look at it as a but beef. See, that used to be that used to be how we did a community raised kids exactly. you remember when we were growing up right if if the elderly people or somebody of, yeah. of older than you saw you do it wrong they say Tim don't do that mm -hmm. still you know. exactly we used to have that Nick we don't have that anymore especially if you think industry wise um give me your thoughts on just hearing what Timberland is saying about it I think he's absolutely correct um because you saw Timberland blowing up like a balloon before our eyes, and then all of a sudden you're like, what is this dude talking about? Like, he started really being off. Mm. Like, he, it was like something was wrong. You, you just didn't know exactly what was wrong, but you knew something was going yeah. on. And it was good that people have a respect enough for him to actually tell him. And then you got to commend him for actually be, being able to listen and follow that advice, because that's the other thing. Like, you could give – there yeah. are people out here, I do believe – that will try to hold other people accountable. It may not be as popular. It may not be as uh, voiced or, you know, shown on video. Yeah. But also the other part of it is you got to be willing to take that and listen and say, okay, do a real hard self-evaluation. Um, right. That's another part of it. That's what we talked about with John Moran. That's what we talked about a lot of people. Yeah, they, they may have, let's say there's one or two people that are around them that may give them solid advice, but you got to be willing to take it and execute it. Absolutely. So the fact that Timberland actually did that speaks volumes to not only people around him, but for him as well, because he had to do it. He had to do the work. Yeah. You know, I came from the the day of, I remember I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right? And in my neighborhood. Oh, you a cheesehead. Yeah, well, I Close was a cheesehead. I okay. came out. I came to Cali when I was four, so <laughs> you know you can't hold me to Milwaukee. But I was born there, and I have memories of what life used to be like when I was when I was out there. I was a kid, but I remember specifically how the neighborhood would raise us. The neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. My parents were there. Our parents held us accountable for things, but. If Mr. Johnson down the street saw you acting up, Mr. Johnson was about to get you and, mm -hmm. uh, and and tell you and then go tell your parents how you were acting up. And that's how it was. It was more of a community. So if you take that sort of old school mentality and transfer it into not just entertainment. I know we, we're an entertainment right. show, so we talk entertainment. But it would be nice if we held each other accountable in real life. And I'm not saying blasting people. Because social media is a form that that's what people do now. People yeah. will go and they will blast you on social media. I like the private uh, private conversations. I think this this newer generation has a problem with accountability. Yes. That's why we yeah. don't see it. 
some of, you know, and I'm not talking about every single person, but the majority have a problem with accountability because they don't want to get caught out on their BS. Mm -hmm. So when you get called out on your BS, then you have a choice. Either you adhere to it or like, you just like keep Timberland ignoring did. it. Exactly. Right. But you can never say, oh, man, nobody ever told me. No, people exactly. told you. You just you you had earwax buildup. So. <laughs> right. Well, OK. So just because the newer generation doesn't like accountability, should that stop us from still holding you accountable, still speaking up, still saying something to you? I mean, we should still do that, right? Oh, absolutely. We should still do that. I mean, I think when you overall look at the, like, if you if you claim to care about somebody, mm -hmm. why wouldn't you do that, right? Yeah. Like if, you, if you claim to care about someone and you claim to say, okay, hey, man, you're screwing up. Like, you're about to ruin your legacy, mm -hmm. as it were, and that's what I think Drake was trying to tell him, especially Jay Z. But uh, when, when he mentioned that about Drake, you don't you don't want to have to go back and apologize. Well, guess what? You're ruining your legacy, man. You mm. you worked extremely hard to get to this point, and it'd be a shame to just tear it all down in a matter of moments. Yeah, something that you took years and decades to build. Yeah, and I think that's what Timberland had to understand. Like, dude, you are one of the greatest producers in the game. Mm. You created your own sound. You came out of Virginia, you know, which was not an easy place because of, and you, you dealt with, you know, Devontae's basement, all the abuse that you had to take with that just to get on. And then Absolutely. once you were on, you stayed on. Right. And that's, yeah. the, that's the brilliance of Timberland. Like, and that's the greatness of Timberland. Yeah. Um, and not to mention, Timberland was around pretty much before all of them. I, I Him and Jay-Z, I think he was around even before Jay-Z came out. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so that is a good point. Like, listen, Timberland, you don't want to ruin your legacy. You have you've been around. You've been successful. You've. Uh, helped other artists become successful. We need you to be alive. We need you to be well. And we need you to go forward without, like Jay-Z said, you don't want to go. Ha you don't want to have to go back and apologize for something that you said that you misspoke yeah. or said something silly on, on camera. So speaking of legacy, I want to go ahead and move forward and talk about Charlemagne the God, who uh, we know that his show, Hell of a Week with Charlemagne the God, has been canceled now after two seasons on Comedy Central. Here's my question for you. I love Charlemagne and I love where he has gone, where he has evolved to. Mm -hmm. But we know that Charlemagne started off real mouthy he was with uh wendy williams he was on the radio talking all kinds of madness he was uh he was distasteful a lot he was often egregious with his words with his interviews but now he has made a significant change he has moved on he's now he's a, a proponent of uh, therapy and uh health and wellness and all of these different things but because we knew who Charlemagne was, he often got a lot of ratings when he was that old Charlemagne. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this newfound guy is not enough for the ratings? Or what no. do you think? No, I think with time comes wisdom. Like you said, I think he's evolved, but I think he's grown. He's had growing pains like anybody else. The difference is we got to see his growing pains. We all have gone through those True. growing pains. We just happen to see them in real time True. with him. I think... To me, I enjoyed that show. Like I would, I would actually watch it like weekly as much as I could, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But I think there were a couple of problems here. One, he was on for two seasons, which I, congratulations to him. Um, but I think the rebranding between season one and season two could have hurt. That that definitely hurt. And right. then two, the fact you got to have consistency. A lot of these show, a lot of these networks want to give you 12, 14 shows, ten shows, and that's not enough when you're competing with these daily nighttime talk shows mm -hmm. and if you're doing a weekly talk show you got to be on every week mm -hmm. you can't just be on 10 to 12 
you know, weeks at a time, and then, all right, we'll see you season two, and then people forget about you. You know, then you got to yeah. go back and re- and start that up all over again, which now you got to you feel like you got to cover ground that you've already covered because of that. And so I think overall, you know, I think those are the things that that hurt him with that show. I don't think it was anything wrong with the show. I just think that the the lack of consistency that he wasn't able to have. Because Do you Comedy think that's Central? really what it was? Like, let's just there I mean, are other shows that have been yeah. a lack of consistency. There have been his show was actually really good. He had a it lot was. of great uh, thought leaders on there. He had the the vice president who was on his I show. I mean, that, had, that went viral. It went viral. You know, you know what yeah, I mean? but yeah. I, I think it is consistency. I mean, even when I look, at, I, I listen to Bomani Jones show, you know, on HBO, mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn, can we get some more episodes? Like, mm-hmm. I know, and, and because it's good, and you want to see those type of shows thrive in that you space. You do, but here's my point. And I think we, they can. We have a Shannon Sharp on the other hand who uh who he's got his show and he's actually doing pretty well with his show. His his podcast. Mm-hmm. Club Shay Shay. Yes, Club Shay Shay. Here's the thing. He's often saying things that are controversial too. If you notice Shannon Sharp, his clips go viral all the time. What is right. the difference? Is I mean, he's because, not to say he's messy, but he is mouthy somewhat like the old Charlemagne was. But because also, too, he's on a major network every single day. Mm-hmm. He's on Fox Sports 1. So, OK. But so is Charlemagne. He's on The Breakfast Club, which is it's right. It's a but syndicated it's a, show. It's major. Right. But it but The Breakfast Club is mo- mostly known for it's, it's mainly got off on its clips. Right. Like radio, radio wise. Yes, it's all over the nation. And you now they're on BET in the mornings for an hour, and they kind of put it, and they were on Revolt. They were on Revolt for like yeah. two hours. I think they're still on Revolt, mm-hmm. so I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that when you're on a top-notch network like Fox, NBC, CBS, ABC, that does have a difference. It's like Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Strahan is on like three different major networks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if he wanted to do a podcast, it'd probably take off two every week because guess what? You see Michael Strahan in different forms every single week, even though he's on once a week with Fox doing the NFL Sunday mm-hmm. count, you know, the NFL Sunday show. Mm-hmm. He's on Good Morning America five days a week. He's doing other things. He's, you know, like I said, if he wanted to start a podcast, it'd probably pop off, too. Nick, I can't. I it's can't, awareness. I can't. I, I hear that, but it's I can't awareness. buy that because. And listen, I'm the one who's saying I like where Charlemagne is at. I'm not trying to make the guy go back messy. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, how do you how do you say uh, like Stephen A. Smith, I think, is a really good example here because he sort of splits the difference. He's also a controversial guy. He says some mm-hmm. things. He's pretty mouthy, but he's not he's not he's sort of in the middle. You can you can taste him. You can you can stand him. Right. You can he, he's he it is a, an acquired taste to listen to him such as myself. Um, but he if I, I if he did a show similar to what Charlemagne is doing, I also think he would win. I feel like because Charlemagne is a lot more toned down, a lot of the things he says is a lot more positive. He goes in that realm of goodness and, and health, which is all great. I just feel like it's not holding up the same. I don't think I don't think Charlemagne I think Charlemagne's evolved. I still think he's the same truth teller that he's been. Mm-hmm. I just think he may have delivered he delivers it in, in a, a slightly different way. different way, but he's still it's still the truth. Stephen A. Smith is on the number one show in the mornings on a major sports network, which is ESPN. Mm-hmm. He also has a Stephen A. Smith show, which is on, you know, uh, on YouTube TV. Definitely. As well as on the ESPN net world of networks. Mm-hmm. So he has visibility, and mm-hmm. that's what I think it is. It's consistency and visibility. 
because, like you said, you mentioned about Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp is visible. Mm-hmm. You could turn on FS1 in a hotel room. You could turn on FS1 in your house. You can see him and skip every five days out the week if they're not on the road broadcasting live from somewhere. So, so I think it's just availability. I think it's visibility, and I think it's consistency. Do you think mainstream versus uh, urban networks has something to do with sure. it? Sure. It's just like, I mean, I think one of my favorite podcasts is All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and, 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 and Stephen Jackson. Mm-hmm. And they're on, they have the Showtime aspect to their – so you can watch them on Showtime or you can watch them on YouTube or you can watch them on wherever. And I think their popularity has grown because they're in different spaces. Mm. And I think if you were able to put somehow, some way, put them on, like, let's say mainstream television, like a FS1 or something like that, they'd probably go through the roof. Sure. Just because, And they're once, a, you know, once, maybe twice a week, you know, show because they have their guests and stuff. And same thing with with the pivot, you know. You put the pivot on yeah. a, a major network. All three of those guys, Shannon Crowder, Fred Taylor, and and and, and Ryan Clark, would go through the roof. That's mm-hmm. why we know who Ryan Clark is. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's just the consistency, the visibility that you have, and that enables you to get to that next level. And I think if you would have put Charlemagne on like a Fox, like late night show on Fox, or you know, a late night show in that in that regard, five you know five nights a week or even once a week. I think that might you know he he would be able to keep his show. Would he be a good fit for Gail King instead of Charles Barkley? Oh, absolutely. You think so, Charles Barkley? I don't want to hear nothing that fool has to say <laughs> at all. Charles Barkley is the biggest the biggest sambo I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Where does Charlemagne go from here? Give give me thirty seconds of where what you think he should do now that this is canceled. Is he to pick up another show similar to this? I think he will. I think he'll pick up another show, and I think it has to be – I think the marketing has to be really heavy. Um, he may have to do it twice a week. He may have to do a Monday-Friday type of deal. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, just to get that visibility up. And then I think it has to be the right network too. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll make it clear. Uh, I, I may even still play this clip on the other side where Charlemagne attributes his newfound success to. I like the new Charlemagne. I'm going to say that on record. I really do. I hope the best for him. Uh, it's sad that his show is being canceled, but let's, you know, we'll see where he goes from here. We're also going to talk about Kanye West's wife and why people are kind of checking her. Uh, we'll talk about prom prom season, which is here. A lot of celebrities' kids had gone to prom and what people have to say about that. Right now, though, we've got news, traffic, and sports, and we're going to get to all the rest on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. How are you? Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Raw Report. More of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Cause they talk to 
listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're just joining us, what a conversation. Hey, hey, this is the jam right here. <laughs> this is the jam. I hope you guys are having a good Monday. I know I am. Listen, uh, I wanted to play that, that, that. It was a clip from from Charlemagne, but I think I'm over it. I want to move on. <laughs> I want to move on. I want to talk about Kanye West's wife. Oh, Bianca Sensori. Uh, she was alleged to be his wife initially at some point. Um, I hear your comments. I hear you. Fahima, she's making good points about Charlemagne. I definitely hear that. We'll see where he goes on from here. Uh, but <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about Kanye West's wife. And actually, we have a clip about about what we're talking about, too. She was on camera and a man stopped her. I think people knew this man, by the way. I don't know if this was like a, a trick or something like that. But in, anyway, a man stopped her. He's recording the conversation and people had something to say about it. Andy, let's go ahead and get to that uh, clip real quick. Well, sexy. My name is New. Nice to meet you. You from LA? Yes. Okay, I just moved down here. Man, Where are you from? Chicago. Nice. Yeah. And you got good you. eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Are you just shopping around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You? Uh, yes, yeah, the same. I said just a pair of shorts I wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> I get your number? I'm dying. Huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. If you can hear it, it's a little muffled. Uh, a new question is going up inside the YouTube chat. Was Kanye's wife a little bit too chatty to be a married woman? Because that's what everybody's saying. They're like, listen, this is she's talking too much. She should have cut the conversation a little bit quicker. But my question is, she's also a newfound sort of person in the limelight. She's not a celebrity. Let's not get that twisted. But does she have um, the... Should she be able, I'll say this, should she be able to have conversations and be kind without coming off a little bit too flirty or overly chatty, in your opinion, Nick? She probably wanted some normalcy. Hell, she's married to Kanye West. Mm -hmm. It's probably a, one flew over the cuckoo's nest where she's staying. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not mad at her. She probably said, oh, my God, I'm in normalcy for a change. This is what it's like. Wow. Smell the air. Taste it. <laughs> this is what normalcy feels like. <laughs> People really are human out here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I, it's much to do about nothing. I think people try to make more of it than what it is. I mean, it's not like I don't believe she gave the dude her number. So, mm -hmm. I mean, now if she would have gave the guy her number. Obviously, I think that speaks yeah. more about Kanye in his situation. Yes. Because, partner, you're not handling your business. Uh-oh. Or <laughs> she ain't happy. Either way, it ain't a good look. Yeah. For, for him, right? So, yeah. I mean, listen, she's going to get that. And she probably was probably feeling dude. It sounded like she was kind of feeling dude a little bit. But she, know, she knew how far to take it. And, you know, like I said, Lord knows what goes on in that house, mm. in that West house. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, well, I, I, I can tell you right now, um, majority <laughs> of the comments that I was reading, mm -hmm. everybody thought she was doing too much. Everybody thought that she was semi-flirtatious with her giggling. And, you know, it was just the guy comes up to you. First of all, he's recording you, which is strange in and of itself. I don't know about that, but I, I don't know. I think because I'm just a I'm a nice person anyway. I have conversations with people. Right. And so I didn't think there was anything wrong with her her having a conversation with the guy it didn't come off too bad but there are some guys and even women who are like she was talking too much to be a, a married woman and i wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that it's just she's kanye's wife i mean like i said like and like you just said she likes the limelight 
because she saw the guy filming her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Most women, if you, hey, what you doing? Why you filming me, mm-hmm. you weirdo? Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with you? Right, exactly. Yeah. She never said any of that, yeah. which means she's an attention grabber. And mm-hmm. I'll be nice when I say that because we're on terrestrial radio. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, she is an attention grabber, a seeker. Yeah. You know, yeah. so she, like I said, it, people put way too much on stuff that don't need to be put on. And then the stuff that needs to be attention be put on people put less than almost nothing on it absolutely you know people just have no life i mean if you care if you actually give a damn about what she did or didn't do you need to go get a life yeah and it's sort of a telltale sign for the men who are saying that i'm like oh you must be one of those controlling types i don't know but uh Bathsheba, hey she says that was too much it was all of maybe three minutes in the surface <laughs> video conversation and i agree um patrick hey patrick says she wasn't too chatty she was just being polite in my opinion that's my opinion as well uh shirley she says honestly people read too much into things having a conversation with the opposite sex isn't wrong these there's boundaries and um, I completely agree. Again, you guys, but hey, in the chat, 50% of them said she's too chatty. Other, The other 50% said, no, you know, she was okay. Um, again, I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that it was Kanye's wife. Because if this was just a regular woman, would people pay that much attention to the fact uh, just because she was married? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how many people know that she is Kanye's wife, to be honest. Because I didn't even know Not, she was his no. wife until you said something. Exactly. That's what I'm I, 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 I mean, I really don't give a damn. So, I mean, that's a part of it, too. <laughs> she still. That's why I said she's not a celebrity. Let's not get it twisted because she still has a ways <laughs> to go before she's even recognizable, I think, on the streets. But, uh, okay, we'll leave that alone. Let's go ahead and talk about this prom season uh, talk right here. A bunch of people went to prom. My, my girl, personally, I love her so much, Heaven Heart. She looked beautiful. We know her as Kevin Hart and Tori Hart's daughter. She looked beautiful. She was, it was a simple look, but it was elegant. And I don't like that people were coming for her. I'll tell you what they were saying. But Bronny James also went to the the prom recently. The Fuqua's uh, kids went to the prom. I mean, there were so many different looks out there. Some people were stunting. I know Bronny was in, uh, If it, I don't know what kind of Porsche it was, but it was a nice little Porsche. It was great. They all looked fantastic. But people were coming for heaven, and I didn't like it because they called her dress cheap. They said you could afford better. Your parents could afford better. Um, So on one hand, we talk about some of these kids, not just celebrity kids. We see prom season happening a lot online. And we talk about these kids who go over the top. I mean, they look like they're going to award shows, not necessarily the prom. And people have so much to say about it. But... My question, well, actually, there was one particular woman, Candace Dillard, who said she's tired of seeing these tacky prom videos that are coming out. And she made a point to say that her kids, at whatever point they're going to go to the prom, won't Mm -hmm. be that way. What are your thoughts when it comes to uh, the prom season, seeing everybody out there dressing up? And then the question that was posed online was, if you had the money to do so, would you go all out for your kid? Or uh, is it just more of a simple sort of prom like in our day? I mean, I don't have a problem with the celebrities and their kids dressing up. That's what you're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. And the people that do have a problem and say, oh, well, that that looks cheap. Then you you go on your bank account and get them the dress that you feel they should have. Mm. Otherwise, have a tall glass and shut the hell up <laughs> on the rocks. Because to me, these are kids. Like, yeah. they, their parents exactly. sacrificed 
and did whatever they had to do for the most part to give them the life that they wanted. And they wanted to make sure their kids had it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, listen, whether I agree or disagree, that's their children. That's the way they want to parent them. That's the way they want to, you know, uh, you know, teach them in certain ways. That's on them. Mm -hmm. Has nothing to do with me. Has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. Some of the fits will actually kind of fly. And I was like, wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. If I had the money, I would make sure my son yeah. was dressed up to the nines. Yeah, now dressing up, I? I'm not mad at that whatsoever. The only thing that I will say that I've that I've sort of frowned upon is all the skin. Like the majority of some, well, not majority, a lot of the videos that I see show a lot of the young ladies wearing over-the-top skin. And, and I'm just like, okay, that's not necessary. You're not even 18, probably. And so I wouldn't go that far. But uh, again, I don't think there's a reason to speak on anybody else's kids who are going to prom. And again, if you have the money, first of all, get up out their pockets. Get up out Kevin and Tori's pockets if they're talking about heaven or anybody else for that matter. Because the same thing with uh, Bronny James. If he's if they can put him in a Porsche to go to prom, let the man get in the Porsche and go to prom. I mean, what is the big? I agree with you with some of the young ladies, and you have. And the reason why I agree with you in that because I think you have to be very careful, especially in this day and age where people are have stalkers and people are yes. just you know mentally yeah. twisted in the head and. and you have to be very careful because you never know who's watching. Right. And even though you may have ample security around your children, because these, these celebrity kids are going to have that security. Mm -hmm. They're going to make sure they have it. And, and it still want them to have a good time. So I think you do have to draw a line, as it were, to say, hey, you're not grown. You're, mm. you're, you are a teenager or heading into young adulthood. Yeah. But there's still some limitations that you need to have yes. be, as a young lady. And even as some of the, some of the, the, the young men. As well, you because know. that is the time that you are showing a young man who is courting right. you how to teach respect. you for when, how to respect you for when you exactly. get out of high school and when you go into the world. So that's a key right there. Uh, I I hear you guys. They're talking over in the YouTube chat. Bathsheba says people forget it's senior year. Some of these children, soon to be adults, may never participate in such an event. Uh, agreed with you. Uh, Olivette, Tanisha says, uh, class of 2023, big ups to her son. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Pretty Brown Mimi says, some of the pro these prom dresses are borderline stripper attire. These are facts. I'm just like, and I hate to do it. I hate to say my kids, my kids, you know, I ain't trying to be like that. But when my kids do go to prom next year, I'm not having all of that. Like, I want you to be beautiful. I'm not going to hide you because you are absolutely right. a woman and you should put on and care about your body, but you shouldn't be over the top with it. No, you shouldn't be out here looking like Sierra at the Vanity Fair party. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Bathsheba says, also, dust. senior year is expensive. When it was my time, 1999, we rented Cadillacs. They're driving Porsches. It's so very true. It's just a totally different time right now. Uh, but for sure, I think whatever whatever you have in your pocket, whatever is in your bank account is what you should do and how you should handle your children when they go to prom. So uh, I will, I invite all of you to check out next year, the same time, meet me <laughs> same time next year to check out how my twins rock their uh, dresses and how they go to their prom. It'll be very nice and very tasteful. That's all I'll say. <laughs> we agree. Touche, touche. Uh, Nick Hamilton. Thank you again for joining me on The Raw Report. As always, I truly appreciate you coming in. Let everybody know where they can find you online. Well, once again, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, it was great to see you in person. Yes. Uh, once again, you can check me out on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA as well as on, t on the Twitter 
at Nick Hamilton 213. And also catch me at nightcastmedia.com. That's N-I-T-E-C-A-S-T-M-E-D-I-A.com. Your gateway to sports, pop culture, entertainment, tech, all rolled into one. And, uh, you know, catch me on the airwaves when you can. We appreciate you as always. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And when we come forward, you already know I got who's next. I think you're going to like them. Make sure you stay tuned for that. And what I don't want you to miss on the other side, you're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Rob Report. You're inside The Rob Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Rob Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, you already know I like to bring you fire, straight heat every single show, and this is no different. I'm I love this this woman. You may have heard her before. She's still on her rise, though. Her name is Sabrina Claudio, and this song is pretty old, uh, but she's been she's been making waves with this song for quite some time. She still got next. Listen, this is Sabrina Claudio. Unravel me. Something in the sun or the air It's making me wanna run away from here I know that you want me to stay with you, but no Excuses but the sun, the earth, the rays of days unknown But wait, and I'm tired of it I know you're trying, but you'll never unravel me
Sabrina Claudio. Unravel me. And from the looks of it, y'all look like y'all know what you're talking about. <laughs> you looking like you know good music. Yes. Shirley Franklin, she says, that's fire. Yes. Pretty Brown uh, Mimi, she says, Sabrina is a vibe. Penny Thompson says, nice vibe. Robin Gray's song. Absolutely. It is a very, very grown and sexy song. That is Sabrina, uh, Sabrina Claudio. She's been around for a while, but she's still on her rise. And I definitely think she's got next. So what I don't want you to miss, Los Angeles, I have another one for you. I'm sorry. If you are in another state somewhere, I got something for you soon. Don't trip. You just got to stick with us every day. But Los Angeles, I do have a clip that I want you to hear. Uh, what I don't want you to miss, it actually begins tomorrow, May 23rd, and it's going all the way to June 25th. It's called A Soldier's Play, starring some amazing people. Go ahead and listen to this clip and check it out. The foundation of Soldier's Play is a very classic form. It is a murder mystery. But within that, there's a whole lot of other stuff going on. The play is so economical. Everything is for a reason. There are no wasted words, no wasted moments. And that exploration is what's intriguing and compelling and fascinating about this story. Depending on who is in the audience, with each performance, you could feel them picking and choosing and taking sides. This is a patriotic play about love and country, but most importantly, the ride that you are taken on is a thrill ride. I always think that theater heads are so great because there's no filter. That air between the audience and the performance, you know, that's where the magic happens. That's what, that's what good art does. Yes, it's called A Soldier's Play. If you want more information, it looks great. I know uh, there are some fantastic um, cast mates in here you guys just got to check it out go to www.centertheatergroup.org center theater is uh t-h-e-a-t-r-e group.org if you want to hear more information about it la just has some really great plays we have great musicals any sort of live production i'm all about that so uh and, and i'm also about a black cast a black production doing some fantastic things so you want to go ahead and check it out it is um doing some fantastic things we uh as far as on the internet right now a lot of people want to go check it out again it starts tomorrow through june 25th and you know what else is tomorrow <laughs> zoe williams birthday and zoe williams is coming up next if you don't know he is always dropping a fire fire show and this one is no different uh this one tonight is gonna be about uh relationship fiat currency that's tonight. Oh, okay, at 9 p.m. I mean, yeah, he's talking about that, but he's coming up next. You guys, uh, truly, it's been a pleasure and honor always to be with you. I appreciate you guys checking me out and joining in on the YouTube chat. It's been on fire. I appreciate all of you. Same time tomorrow. We back tomorrow. Listen, I appreciate Nick Hamilton for coming into the Raw Report as well. Listen. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. I'll be back tomorrow. And just remember that today and every day forward, I want you to be a blessing.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.